No, we're not. Oh, oops. oops. We're, we're, little, we're little. That's because we're a little was, there's, that's, that's our perfect entry. That's right you. <laughs> yep. Get with it. Come on. Does your music not work? Oh, I was hoping your music it's didn't work. It's a bit work. loud. So Jeff has speaker problems. Check that off. Not a speaker problem. It was just a little loud. <laughs> it was. Actually. Welcome to. You called me a suck hole on the group I text? I didn't call you a suck hole on the group text. Shh. Because you're hole. really late. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar suckholes and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of lemma champ or lucky track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, as well as news and notes from the world of low-dollar endurance racing. And whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and... The guest gives us just the tip. We're sure you're going to giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm mental. Oh, Chrissy? it's me. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <missing one. laughs> oh, I never do this. Darn it. No one We're was going to tell you either. We were just going to let you sit out <laughs> oh, there. Oh, I was messing yeah. with my iPad. I'm Get sorry. We're, and we're everyone racers. I was waiting for one of you suck holes to, uh, to add on to the, oh, shoot. Thanks for coming back and listening to another new car smelling episode of our podcast. It's episode 79. The new car smelling and 79 have nothing to do with each other, just so you know. If you're not driving, make sure you get your bingo card because it has not been updated. But it's still fun because I think it's mostly still relevant. It is. Okay. And Jeff has an update that he would like to provide. Breaking news. No, it's not. It's a sorry. (laughs) Breaking news. If you're wondering why this podcast is like several days late, it's because there was a bonus podcast in case you missed it. It was the St. Patrick's Day episode. It was a delight. For some reason, the first five minutes are a little tough to hear. I don't know what happened with the audio, but keep listening. It gets way better after that. And we freely admit we were a little, if not a lot, drunk. Uh, so don't drink and drive your podcast, folks, unless you liked all that giggling. And then uh, if not, you know, we're sorry. And we'll refund all the money we made from that podcast, which is 0.0. There it is. What's cool. your work on? Wait, wait. We should do the roll call. Everybody sober tonight? Yeah. Actually, so yes. far. Uh, wow. Guest? Met? Yeah, totally sober. Sorry. Totally sober. Uh, not and it's a Friday night, too. So, you know. I know. Anyway. We are recording this on a Friday. So uh, all you su- Saturday morning podcasters will be fresh. So what you working on? Jeff, why don't you start? I'm going to start. Yeah, you're rolling through all these things. So just keep I'm on. sorry. I, we could switch it around. But anyway, don't, don't too late sorry. now. I have I the like mic it. and I'm not giving it up. So uh, well, the gentleman we yield did for our a question. podcast on <laughs> Sunday at midnight. So this is really an update from Monday on. And Monday we all played hooky from work. And, well, except for Mental, who doesn't have anything to play hooky from. And we worked on the cars and attempting to get them together and... Uh, am I allowed to curse on this podcast this week? Are we going to say okay with that? It always has an E, whether or not we curse or not. So, All right. So yeah, yeah. we removed from the 1992 Datsun 300Z lots of fuckery. <laughs> there was lots of stuff on that car that was absolutely unnecessary. And Chris and I spent a couple hours literally going, what is this? 
ahead, Chris. I figured out what one of the, the items of effery were. That wow. long, huge, long hose with the U-turn at the end of it that went through the chassis. Yes. That's the tube for the radiator overflow from the radiator all the way down to the tank oh. that lives in the front of the bumper. But it goes through a frame rail and has like yes. four splices in it and doesn't make any sense because and- Dotson just didn't make the engine bay like three inches bigger in each direction, then they wouldn't have had to do half of the effery they did. Well, and the best part was is the rednecks that we bought it from, the slightly toothless rednecks we bought it from, were not using that tube. That tube was not hooked up to the overflow bottle. So it was well, literally just... the overflow just... bottle was also basically like a mason jar zip-tied to the it, frame. It kind of so... was. That would be amazing. With no um, lid. No. So I feel like uh, you removed fuckery, but you actually... That word just became the word of the weekend. It's it wasn't true. just removing extra parts. It was... It got brought into half of the sentences that it, were it, said It was around. kind of like the word smurf, where you could use it in the sentence any way you want to. Like, <laughs> hey, Smurfy Mental, did you smurf the smurf? I, I see, what? and I'm actually sorry. Chris, Chris was actually starting to conjugate that as a verb and a noun by That's the what end I'm of the saying. week. Mental like, and I had a lot of time to listen to you guys yeah. because we just did. I almost had it as a preposition. <laughs> I couldn't end sentences with it anymore. I mean, it was that definitely was an adjective. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So anyway, we did that. Uh, and just an update because they asked on fr- on uh, s- the Sunday night, did we get the motor back together? Yes. Chris and I got the motor back together. There were about a million little tubes and hoses and things, and every little POS connector was, like, cracking, and the the wires broke. I mean, everywhere, right? Every time we moved a wire, it just broke because... I, I don't know because old Japanese car. I'm not and really the heat sure. On that tiny little engine bay, just Ugh. hooks them all. It it must be. So ever after several guesses and connectors that may or may not have been the right place, we cranked it. No start. Mental, what you got? And Chrissy and I were over there, and we'll get to what we were working on. But you guys, your conversation very quickly took the same pace and volume when you guys were doing the uh, (laughs) wires on the Civic, which is you guys both start talking very low and very deliberate. And it's not that you're irritated with each other. And actually it's kind of a beautiful thing. You guys are both clearly irritated and you are being very careful to keep that irritation directed at the car. So it's the meter was going higher. Do we know where this wire goes? No, we do not know. And we could could feel your anger at the car, but it was hilarious to hear over on our side while we were just covered in paint. Do you see a connector that looks like this one, but the other side? (laughs) Hold on, let me look. No, No. I do not. (laughs) I like when you were trying to put two female ends together, and you're like, because they're close to each other. This is Chris in the end of it. He's like... Are you sure this doesn't fit? Yeah, like you scissoring. can't see because we're not watching. <laughs> oh, right, that's true. You're not watching Chrissy on the video, but she's literally tapping her fingers together like you're. Are you sure to these your... don't fit? No, they don't fit. <laughs> Perhaps if I keep jamming them together, they will They're realize not... that they belong no. together. No, they don't. <laughs> At one point, Chris said, "Chris said, Jeff, do you remember when we read online before we bought this car that it's really hard to work on?" They were right. <laughs> no. They were right. No. So, yeah. So, uh, Z32 Wiki, another shout out because we use that thing all the time. That thing is great. Um, I We will be downloading the entire shop. Menu. But I want to say that we got it all together. At least we thought it was all together. Woo. And turned the key 
and it literally went no spark no fuel no meeting no nothing and Chrissy and, and, and Mental were working outside. So one of them would walk through the uh, walk through, you know, do, 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 I'm walking through the garage. Because that's what we do. That's true. Yeah. And you go, hey, hey, we're hey. We're just hey, lazy. Chris, security lights blinking. I'm like, yeah, 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 we know. <laughs> 20 minutes later, Chrissy walks through. Hey, hey, Jeff, the security light's blinking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we know that. Shut up. Right. And we just weren't listening to them at all. And then we. I mean, we, we, we don't know. We know a, a centimeter as much as you guys, like you guys know, like we just, we know nothing yeah. about this car. But so we're standing at the engine bay and you're we just thought it was helpful. Door. Like, or and not even helpful. It's hassles is really what it was. <laughs> exactly. Because you guys are so mad. We're just like, Hey, you know, that security light's gone. And you know, that's all. So, so we quickly, like my wife is calling on the phone. When are you leaving? I'm like staring. It's like eight o'clock at night. And Chris and I are furiously YouTubing, like removing security system from 300 ZX. And we, I found, I think the most funniest video. Cause the guy's, the guy's accent was absolutely hilarious. It, it wasn't quite as hilarious as the guy from road Atlanta, but no, no, it was still pretty bad. funny. But so, he but he owns he owns convenience store and yeah. I, I he sell he sell blunt. I, I, I thought I, it was I, kind I of guarantee. it had a little more like 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 Russian in it. Like it was a little bit like Soviet bloc. Like it was definitely like, <laughs> it's like Ukraine, north of Afghanistan, it's Ukraine. But anyway, so it wasn't put, quite Ukraine. His, yeah, 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 his living room smells like incense, and he does That's not true. smoke weed. Oh. Um, so we we quickly removed everything that was security system related, and we cranked again, and it chugged, but it did not fire. Someone nope. cue the sad trombone music. Oh, uh, we don't have wah, wah, wah. <laughs> So we packed it up. I went home dejected. And on the way home, I started to get seriously concerned that this car is going to be ready for pit race. Oh, we'll get it done. I'm not worried. Oh, will we? Okay. <sighs> well, we also That's have, we can, at some point, we can call an audible and use Hamza's car. He knows it. It's ready. I know. I know. But like, And it'll be like great. And you'll be less pressed. We're be so close. We'll, hey, if we, we show up at the track Thursday hours. night with a car that, that might run, we'll get it running. Damn it. <laughs> But then will it run all weekend if you run no, it? God, Hell no, yeah. No, it, no, it'll no, run no. great. Right? No. <laughs> not even not even a little bit. That's know the end that. of mine. Okay. <laughs> do we Chrissy. want to hear Chris's side of the story or do we want to hear what Mental and Chrissy were doing next? Let's hear the other, let's hear Mental and Chrissy's side. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So as we alluded to, uh, Mental and I were painting the Civic, which was awesome. Uh, you guys are going to love it from 100 feet away. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> or 100 miles uh, No. Or 100 miles Or 100 miles. There you go. From the sand. When we blow um, past you, you're going to say, what a cool car. And I don't even remember what the, <laughs> the rear of it looks like and how good it is. But anyway, it was a, it's a very intric- intricate paint job. It's uh, layered. So it just took us all day. We did started prepping as soon as we walked out, and we worked until we stopped, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. So I think we worked on it basically all day. So it's a really intricate job, and it needs a little work, but it looks pretty good. I think, and especially from the pictures that I took, I think it look, looks pretty good. Oh, really? I didn't realize we were giving that away. Oh, that Give him what away? We're not giving anything away. Okay. That's, our, that's one of our guests. 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, sh- He's a little gassy. <laughs> okay. All right. So after that, um, I'm going to feel like I'm getting back to all the things I didn't do when we were doing the build weekend, which was three days straight of nothing but working that and food. My house was a freaking mess. So um, I did a lot of that. And I have some personal events coming up. Jen's we- wedding, my sister, uh, wedding festivities are coming up. I am deeply involved with that. So I have to deal with all of those details. I have a Girl Scout event that I am working and that I'm running. So I have to do all the details for that. And, uh, and then race prep. We have a bunch of people. There was a good conversation going on about who's doing what meals and making sure that we're ready for that kind of stuff. So that's also the aspect that we deal with and I deal with. So I have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm working on. Deal. Very nice. Deal. All right, Chris, what are you working on? What well, are since, you working since on? Since the last Everything. show, let's talk about the Civic first. I have gotten the shifter bracket installed on the transmission and the cables done. I've gotten the I've made cable supports on both sides of the firewall so the cable doesn't move nicely. It's all very secure and nice. I have uh, made clearance in the engine bay for the header, which meant I had to bend a lip down on the cross member, which would have been super convenient to do when there was no engine in the way. But with an engine <laughs> in the way, kind of hard. So it involved hitting it with bits from the port of power, like the extension from the port of power up on top with a hammer. And then once I get them down, like partway bent down, I could kind of sort of wedge a port of power between the cross member and the engine block and push it down that way. So that took me an hour and a half to clearance it. But now the header fits, which is good. So now I can make an exhaust. I made a heat shield for the header out of the stock manifold, which was good and involved a little welding, but it worked out fine. Uh, made a coolant drain line because I realized we didn't plug the... Uh, the drain port in the the radiator, because we were running the radiator upside down. So what normally is a vent port is now at the very bottom corner, so we got to do something with that. So I made this really long line with a plug in it so we can drain the radiator even without taking the splitter off, which is good. Yes, Jeff? Wait, we're running the radiator upside down? Yeah. I had that, no idea. That, that's a mental job. That means No, no, it's, it's on purpose. But, but it's square, so can't you just... Yeah, flip it. But it, if we did, but you can't flip it the other oh. way because both the inlet and outlet are on one side. Oh, okay. So, so to you get can't. the inlet and the outlet on the right side, you have yeah, to run it because they're, upside they're, down. There ain't no room on the, the other side for anything because the motor's too big. So, yeah, but because it's a radiator with no cap, doesn't really matter it what side it really goes. Doesn't matter. It's, but we just yeah, have to make sure that out, same it thing. doesn't right doesn't leak out. So this was a vent port on the top. Now it's at the very bottom, which is a perfect spot for a drain. So run a long hose out of that with a plug at the end that we can mount on the splitter at the back of it. So when I want to drain the coolant, I can just undo the plug in the end, and it drains right out. And it's actually really quite convenient. But it just involves a little hose magic to make it work. Um, so yeah, on the Z, yeah, you described it pretty well. But while you were dealing with all the effery, um, I installed <laughs> I installed the radiator, which we got this clearance radiator from the Z place that they said on their website, we found this in the back of the warehouse and it's kind of beat up, but it's still new. So it was under a hundred dollars for this. This radiator is this huge all aluminum. It's radiator. ginormous. It looks like it would, it would pretty well cool an F three fifty. It's, <laughs> it's simply enormous and it fills all available space in the front of this car. So it fills to... more than the available space. You oh, had yeah. to do some Z clearance. 
get that thing in. Absolutely. But it fits, and we are not going to have any cooling problems in this thing. We have this enormous radiator and the clutch fan that it has. It's going to be great. Um, so got that in, got the fr- all, entire front body work put, bat on, put back on, the fender, the bumpers, the bumper covers, the other things. That the air box is this stupid, ridiculous thing that goes from two different throttle bodies like, uh, behind the headlights design. down into the front end and then up to the middle and it has this two this Y pipe into one AFM and then this stupid air box. Yeah, again, Dawson just makes the make like the front better... end like six inches bigger in every direction and it's fine. But no, you but... put this stupid motor in here. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. Stillin has to sell something better than that. Not really. The, well people make no. the the dual AFM thing so they don't run to one. But those kits are like six hundred bucks. No, That's we're like, not doing that. Right, the car costs us eight hundred. So what? What do we do? And I've sold. I've actually <laughs> sold it. Like I just, I just sold the clock for thirty five dollars. Like let, like I'm working on selling stuff, and yeah, you know, there's some things that are worth some money. So I'm doing that. Um, but we're not spending six hundred dollars on the stupid intake. We'll make something. No, work. no, because we'll that motor's not going to live in the car for the rest of its life. No. Um. So yeah, mo- remove lots of the effery we don't need. I put the dash in. Um, I got the seat bolts, the seat mount bolts ready to go. Yeah. I cursed yeah. at it with Jeff. We tore the, into all of the ECU boxes apart till we found the one that said security and took that out and said, take that. And it didn't work, but we're getting there. <laughs> Did, didn't you do something to make that work though? There was something that you, the security, yeah, we, you started Googling and we watched the guy yeah. video, but there was something we, that if, if you actually, it actually did fix something small. It, it was a little better. But it still did not run. It was Citroen better. It was a different kind of better. It was, it was no longer being blocked by the security system. It was being blocked by something else. So sure. yes. it's progress. Yeah. So we don't want the security kind system of. in there. Now we can trim all the wiring out of the doors, which there's a huge amount of wiring in the doors in this thing. So we'll do that. Mm. All right. Mental, I think you're left. I am. Well, so... then the guest. Yes. As Chrissy mentioned, I we painted the Civic. Now, I had a good theory of how we were going to do this, and we attempted this on Monday. And the theory kind of led to some other techniques. I'm actually really happy with it, and it's going to be an uh, evolving paint job and a theme, and I think it looked out really good. And uh, I actually – we got all of the photos from it. We got the time-lapse photos. It's like 5,900 and something wow. photos. And every time I try to put them in movie, I've, I've got them in movie maker and I've got it trimmed down to like a three stooges kind of six minute thing where we're just running around the car and all of a sudden paint just appears on it. So we'll be putting that up as soon as I can get it to edit without crashing movie maker. How does it and, look? Does it look reasonable? Cause you move the camera the whole time. So yeah, not the whole time, exactly. but you moved it a bunch. Exactly. So, cause, you know, so, so, cause there's like, it is an extended portion where you and I are on the opposite side of the car from the camera yes. doing the, uh, taping it all off. I'm like, well, that's the most boring thing ever. So I, yeah. I, I knew you were running the time-lapse camera on the paint job. And so I stood in front of it for about six minutes and picked my nose. Did that show up? Or was <laughs> it, was, I, like, I, it was so it, not six minutes. It was and we <laughs> definitely two threw minutes. The, we threw the devil dong at you. And oh, now people are going to want to watch sort of it because they want to yeah. see what actually happened. Exactly. Yeah. See, we're, we're building that suspense. So for, look for that to show up on our YouTube. And also, uh, if I get some time, I'm going to sit down. We're going to work on that uh, oil pan video. So we're actually you know, generating some content here. 
immediately after finishing painting the Civic, roughly about 45 minutes after Jeff left, I pointed my car south and drove all the way home. I arrived in Atlanta before lunch the next day, took a quick shower, said hi to my wife on the way out the door, and went back down to the Georgia World Congress Center to help the Greater Atlanta Automotive Media Association judge our 2019 Atlanta Auto Show Awards. Then we went to a lovely dinner hosted by Nissan, and before that, we were being hosted by Toyota USA and the new Supra, and I hashtagged all that on our uh, media. Both of them liked it, by the way. And after the next day, we had the press day at the auto show, and Thursday night, hopped on my VFR and got down here to Charlotte. We're at uh, the Extreme Experience at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Now... As we have alluded to, but he actually behaves himself, unlike us when we're guests on other people's podcasts, is we have our special guest who has returned. So this is Brian Medford, the former editor at Auto Trader Classics. He is a freelancer who edits the Napa Know How blog, writes for the Southern Automotive Journal. What else am I missing there, Brian? Um, just marketing shill extraordinaire. Marketing shill. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He is also the treasurer of the Greater Atlanta Automotive Mises Association, longstanding OG board member in the grassroots motorsports, and a pretty serious hardcore nerd, which he's going to allude to here, and his what you're working on. So we do love the the idea that you look at the the way you look at some of this automotive stuff. Like last year, we talked about the Dodge Ram. We had him on for this topic because we're talking about new cars. It was so much fun. We had to have him back. So welcome, Brian. Brian, what you're working on? Ah, so this week, uh, installed a new air intake on my 75 Plymouth Duster. Unfortunately, that was a HVAC system ducting, uh, dropping down on the car while it was stored in my mother's basement. So, uh, we, we saw the picture of that on the Instagrams. It's the what? We're like, we're trying, it's the what? We're trying to figure it out. We're like, did it hit the car? Did it look, did it, how hard did it really hit it? Well, it draped itself. This is old school, like old house ducting. None of this flexible stuff they're putting in nowadays. So it's good tin. It was and like it, the square box kind. Yeah, yeah, the good square boxy stuff. And it just drops straight down in the car. Um, and amazingly enough, I'm one of these people that you're not allowed to store stuff on top of a car. It's just one of my pet peeves. You never put a box on a car in my life. Once it becomes a shelf, it's no longer an active project. So. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, my mother had stored one box <laughs> of Christmas decorations on the car trunk. Talk to Chris's mother. Location. We could play this game all day. The duct. So the car escaped all damage, basically because my mom shoved a box on the trunk. Oh, nice. <laughs> the box well done, Brian's it? mom. Oh, I didn't realize. Exactly. The box saved that's, the car. That's it so it kind of looked like it was hovering in the picture. That's oh, why I was like, awesome. what's going on here? How, how, well, hard is, part, how hard is it for you to admit the mom <laughs> storing a box on the car saved it? Oh, no, oh it pains me. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, because that was always my fight when I was growing up. Was I had Even when I was a teenager, I had two, three cars, always. I always had stuff stashed in the basement. And I'd come home and go, who's putting stuff on my car? Stop. Once you put a box on it, it's not. It's, forget about it. Might as well just sell the car. Uh, I'm uh, so totally not with y'all there. I store crap on my cars all the damn time. I store crap in them. So I, if it's in the trunk, fair game, all that stuff. I got a uh, Geo Metro right now with a whole back full, uh, trunk full of stuff. So it's true. Probably uh, that's yeah, more my style. Okay. So, but uh, no, the uh, trusty Slant 6 uh, fired to life, no problem. 
We rescued the car from the ductopus that was uh, grappling it. <laughs> and lived to fight another day. Uh, the other thing that I'm doing right now is expanding my house. Uh, we're uh, basically having a bunch of contractors, because I don't do this kind of stuff, um, add a whole other house on the back of my house. Oh, and, uh, like a while, freestanding or just an addition that actually an addition, touches? A massive addition. So Ooh. it's almost as big as my garage. So we're, we're getting out there. Nice. But uh, it has convinced me that I made the right choice to mess with cars because construction stuff, just I don't get it at all. So, so that's what I'm working on. It's just nails, and you just have to have a level and stuff. And, <laughs> and, uh, what's driving me nuts, though, is overseeing this project, just answering all the little questions from all the contractors, is keeping me from doing – I'm supposed to be dropping the fuel tank on my 69 Oldsmobile and redoing the fuel system. I can't do that because I'm picking out light fixtures and vanities. So, mm, I hate uh, just, lights. Just pick something. I, I, I could. Yeah, just do it. Pick this out. I got stuff to do. And they cut the power to my garage, which is also oh. killing. Oh, those uh, bastards! So that's uh, slowed down my project list greatly. Wow. All right. Wow. Anything else before we move on? News. You didn't really offer notes. an opportunity for people to. No, you did. You're just like, we're else. moving you on. Just, all yeah, right, all right. right in. Does anybody no. have anything else? Nope. No, no, we on. didn't, but I just wanted to hassle you. No, don't, no, no. We're not shut. No. Yeah, there it goes. Good. Fine. News, news and notes. notes. Okay, so did you see the news about that cargo ship, the Grand America, caught fire? Yeah, I did. Yeah, right? Um, where a lot of cars were in those containers. That was our early March. Apparently that happened. Uh, well, we found out that it was in them, a lot of P cars, which I feel like we need to remind it what? All right. We need to talk about P cars. That's all. Hold your cries. Until you hear better. what kind of P-cars. Right. Um, but I feel like P-cars, just for those people that are not so car enthusiasts that don't know what P-cars are, because we say that a lot, um, that they are Porsches is what we're talking about. So um, there's other kind of fun, funnish cars. And then I looked at what they were, and I was like, uh, I wrote fun cars. And I said, oh, there are a bunch of Audis. So um, kind of boring Audis, actually, I have to have to admit there. There's but anyway. Exciting. But for German well, cement salesmen to drive around. <laughs> Fine. So, um, and they, but yeah, they're going to Mexico. Well, they have to go to Mexico now. So this article states now that they need to start producing the now defunct 991 GT2 RS because there's so many of them were headed to Mexican customers that went away and they already paid for them. So they have to get them to them. So production was done in February, but the customers already paid. So let's get those manufacturing machines started back up. So, yeah, so this is actually kind of amazing because there are people out there who would give their left elbow for a a GT2 RS. Oh, I'd give all of your left elbows. I would give everybody's left (laughs) elbow. But like I said, like, like they ran out of these. They sold out of these very, very quickly, and the and they stopped making them to move on and move the tooling on to the next nope. model. Nope. And they had to turn that tooling back on because, yeah, maybe maybe they'll make some extras for you guys. That's what I'm saying. Just keep right? going, Porsche. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah, I just I just thought it was a fun story. Yes, Brian. Uh- no, hold for... on. Brian said it has handouts. Uh, I'm just waiting for uh, somebody to say it's an insurance scam. The car's never never made it on the boat, or for the rescue operation to be launched to bring them back up. 
So mm. I just want to say that I watch um, uh, uh, what is that island show? What is it? The uh, Oak, Oak, Oak Island. Island. The one nothing ever happens on. Shut ever. up about it! Oh my Oak god! Island all weekend week. with the Oak How Island. How many of us would watch a show if they were uncovering GT2RSs? All of us, right? Uh, uncovering no. them from the bottom of the ocean after being burned. Like, don't care. Like, it's uh, it, there's yeah. nothing left. That's a lot of lot of effort. I don't want any of that stuff that's well, been you know in the, they would the like, ocean. They would get to the bottom. They'd be like, look, we found a windshield wiper. It's no. German. It's definitely from the 911. No. And then they'd be like, if it's, oh, it says Audi on it. Never mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, if, it, if it was Oak Island, they'd get to the bottom and like, well, here's this dirt. And this dirt might be German. And this <laughs> random piece of metal might be from that ship we found it like there's nothing they didn't right. find and, and, a damn and, and, thing and, and chrissy won't okay. get this and, and no one who's uh, actually not watching the show won't get this but in the end it'll be a guy in a suit with crazy hair who just goes aliens <laughs> yeah all right nobody <laughs> else watches the aliens. i'm just amazed that metal's hair right. goes yeah that your hair high. is amazing wait do i have <laughs> mental's hair on my bingo card i might wow. Anyway, Mental. let's get on. Enough impressive. about Oak Island. Let's talk about racing. Race let's... results, Chris. All right. WRL was at Barber, which is such a wonderful track. Good for them. Love that place. They have five classes. Here's what happened. GP1, Edge Motorsports 1 with 271 laps. No idea what kind of car any of these people have, but hey, here we are. GP2, the winning formula, was first, also with 271 laps as was the second-place team, Shaky Dog, who was only 41 seconds behind. That's impressive on a 99-hour race. Yes, Mental? All right, so Shaky Dog, I know, runs a Miata, but I'm also, because it's Shaky Dog Racing, can I check Shaky Dogs off of my bingo card? We yes. said Shaky Dog. Or because right, the cat enough. was there with Chrissy meowing, I actually checked off Barking Dogs. Because <laughs> meowing cats is like barking dogs. So, yeah. All right, so GTO... I don't know how. Hey, they they apparently didn't live up to their uh, to their class. They were, choice racing was 270 laps. Oh, GP3 was uh, Casey Carden with 266. Get a better team name. And GP4 <laughs> was PTS. Also, get a better team name with 257 laps. That's nice. WRL. So uh, our good friend Santiago, who sent us the entry list for the 100 Acre Wood last week, gave us an update. And on that, so Santiago, thanks again. If you keep doing that, that's just great. So uh, of the uh, 75 cars that started, 35 did not actually finish that race. That's rallying, is, baby. Yeah, that is that is a almost 50. Actually, no, that's more than no, it's just under 50% attrition rates. That is awful. Now, the overall winner was Barry McLennan and Leon Jordan, McKenna Motorsport, also get a new name, and one of those last-generation WRC Ford Focus. Second was Oliver Solberg and Aaron Johnston, and they, uh, third was David Higgins and Craig Drew, and both those guys are driving a boring Subaru, the Subaru Rally Team USA. But I am happy the Subaru is still supporting rally in the United States. We were told the conditions were wet and sloppy, so lots of dirt oh, and I no snow. I saw pictures. Like, it was just mud bogs, but, like, no snow anywhere. So... Oh, wow. So, yeah, that, yeah. all that rain that you know, we were supposed to get. Now, Kim Block's uh, super uh, modified old school rally escort WRC, his engine exploded on stage three. The winner actually spun on the last stage and 
barely beat the second place car by seven seconds. Oliver had his hood fly up after a hard landing. Higgins had to stop for five minutes due to an electrical issue. The Lexus and the Escort were back and forth all day. And the Escort, the Seamus Irish Escort, sent it too hard on the last stage and broke the suspension and still drove to the finish. Go look at that Facebook uh, photo on the American Rally Association because that Escort limping that thing across the finish line is impressive. Lots of other people with suspensions exploding, wheels getting ripped off. So Santiago's kind of glad that he skipped it and good on him. But I would have actually loved to see some of that. Mm -hmm. They sound like some supercars out there. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy dropping a pot lid as it spins on the ground. I don't know. So, wow, that sounds like some supercars at the 100 Acre Woods. And we will say that supercars are great. Everybody wants one. The lottery tickets are getting expensive. So if you have one and you try and open it up on your regular roads, you're going to go to jail. So check out Extreme Experience, spelled with X's on both times. They can put you in the driver's seat of some of the world's best supercars at over 20 racetracks in America and Canada with no speed limits, no shifter restrictions, and no governors. Awesome cars, awesome tracks, awesome instructors like... Mental, Chris, or me. Mental, ne- it says next weekend at Charlotte. But you're at Charlotte right now, right? I am at Charlotte. I at Charlotte Speedway yeah. right now with E1R. So if E1R has got you, enter Everyone Racers and get 25% off when you book at xxspeed.com. Extreme experience. It's your turn. Chris went away. He's next. No, well, no, no. Not at all. No. Oh, well, sorry. Hello? Yes. Now, among things that are excellent and always have your back, you know who's excellent and always has my back? Chrissy's mom. So, hi, Chrissy's mom. But I understand that our elitist attitude towards our number one fan is kind of rubbing some folks the wrong way, which is not our intention because Chrissy's mom, who is awesome, is not here to sow strife. <laughs> no, but my the rest of my family is now sad uh, because they don't get shout outs. So, um, first of all, <laughs> my James, dad doesn't even listen. He doesn't even know I have a show. <laughs> no, he. Oh, I, well, he used to pretend that he did. Um, but yeah, he's why we don't curse anymore. Well, can you hear him? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, here's an end to that fuckery. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> So yesterday was my sister's birthday. We surprised her while she was working her second job. We had a great time out at the at a pizza place. Um, but my dad was like, I listen too. So my mom and dad listened together. And so I said, this is a shout out to my dad who listens also, but occasionally feels left out. Hi, dad. And, and happy birthday, Jen. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, Jen. Great. And Listener. now. Oh, sorry. No, no go. No, Please no. intro. Intro. Listener. Feedback time. So, Mental spammed our Insta what's with pictures from the Atlanta International Auto Show in 19. Specifically, one of the first ones was a selfie with the new Supra Z4 lookalike. A lot of comments on that. Eric K said he's not a fan of it in pictures, but he loves 90s Supras. That's pretty much everyone's opinion. Thanks, Eric. Good for that one. Um, Bruce asked if Mental got to drive it. The answer is a big fat nope. Nope. Yep. The Pope of Nope said nope. <laughs> a bunch of other people like Johan, Derek, Jerry, and Kyler were squealing and providing a lot of oohs and ahs. So, hey, thanks for mental. He's checking in. He's making the posts. He's making the videos. He That's got to right. say to the guy I at the Future the, uh, Liner, oh, I, yeah. I have a YouTube channel. 
Uh, so I know he got super excited about he that. He did. He was like, so, "Oh yeah, he yeah. feels important." We're, we're um, definitely going to be talking to Brian in a moment, but I don't know if you had any hand in getting mental press credentials. But he was super excited. I mean, he was like pants tightening excited that he had press credentials, and and well, I, he I've made had press credentials he, for the last three years. What I was yeah, excited I know, about was the future liner. But this time you did it on everyone racers instead of <laughs> like you actually write something once a that year. Is, that is true. That so, is true. So, so he, he did great. I love the future liner episode mental next time. Turn your phone lengthwise. I wanted to, but uh, the way I was holding it, it was going to be bobbling too much. And I was worried about making uh, people nauseous. It I, was I great. It was like give that a mental stands in a doorway and talks about a big giant bus. <laughs> no, actually, I loved it. But let's get on to it. It is the 2019 car show review. We have Brian Medford. Hey, we have topic time. Oh, I like Mental's intro. That was fun. I like that too. You guys are getting a little sexy with it. <laughs> topic time. <laughs> so we're talking about the car show. We're talking about the Atlanta International Car Show. Mental, Brian, you were there. We weren't. Although Chris and Chrissy also went to the Philadelphia Car Show. That I'm the did. only one car show list because I usually wait for the New York Auto Show and it hasn't happened yet. So uh, why don't you kick it off? Uh, Mental, you want to start talking about some things? So absolutely. Uh, we had there was actually a lot of new models that were debuting, and they were hyping the stuff. And the, we've talked about this, but the Atlanta National Auto Show. This is not an OEM showing off to automotive journalists. It is a. It's actually the Georgia Automotive Dealers Association. They get together and they put this on the show, and then some of the OEMs support it with some of their cool stuff. We had the caffeine and octane guys. It's generally a cool cool show and it's uh, still going on this weekend so folks if you're listening to this on saturday head down to the georgia or the uh, georgia world congress center and walk around and check out a bunch of new cars I, I i i would actually pay to go and it's fun they're doing the live drives you got the uh, uh slingshots there's a bunch of cool stuff there hey brian yeah. why don't you kick it off tell us what you got yeah definitely so it's it's not your your a game auto show but it is for what you get here in Atlanta, it's awesome, especially the ride and drives. I think that uh, one of the best things you can do there is go walk on the show floor and then walk outside and go drive something. So, you know, no big smoky burnouts, but you, they still got some fun stuff to drive out there. Uh, and then the, they tied in caffeine and octane this year, which was awesome. I mean, they did it last year, too, but they really gave them a nice big chunk of the show floor this year, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool. So I got to hang out with those guys a little bit, but then bring it out. You know, we, there were some cool cars that I was just not expecting there this year, some stuff that really blew my mind. It was really uh, the, there were some really neat vehicles that um, were you know lots of hype around them. Some of them weren't so good. Some were. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, definitely, it was it was definitely worth my time. And I, I if I had the time, I would have gone back. But unfortunately, I'm kind of booked right now. So it was great to go there and hang out the other day. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'll uh, open it up to the floor. Does anyone have any specific questions for Brian or Mental or whatever? Yeah, I've got a couple. So, is the Supra any better in person than in pictures? And this is coming from a guy who had a Z4M coupe and thought it was gorgeous and loved it. So, yeah, mental? It is. And I, I even posted this up. I went to the show kind of not wanting to like the Supra. And in person, 
it it does it's got a striking profile they got the sound down didn't realize i guess probably because i just don't read enough uh it's twin turbo yeah it's it's, so a, it's, it's a, at 340i whatever the whatever they call it now the yeah. n350 n54 yeah brian you know more about this than i do <laughs> <laughs> well the the i will also admit i really wanted to not like the supra when i got to the show They've teased it for so long, oh, I just burned totally. out. I just didn't care anymore. And so finally, here it is in front of me, and I'm going, damn, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to I'm trying not to like it from multiple I, angles. I'm no, walking that's good. That's and good. I'm like, you know what? No, it's a good size. I'm glad they didn't just, like, you know, tart up a F86 and call it the Supra. I'm a big fan of the older models. I love the Celica Supra. Love the the generations back. But this one, yeah, it's nice. And I, we actually got a chance to hear it at the dinner the other night. So uh, I was outside when they were going to pull it in to uh, finally store it. And they cranked oh. it up. And it has the sound. It's got a nice sound to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. All right, that's going to do it for me. Some cars just look better in person than in pictures, mm-hmm. and other ones grow on you. Like I have to say, a lot of Bangle era BMWs have aged well. Oh, not, very well. Not yeah. not not the the seven forty five i the East whatever the hell that was the first seven <laughs> series after the best seven series that was terrible. But a lot of other ones re- like the, like the Z4 three and M. the eight and the five yeah. all look wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the the Bangle series stuff has grown on me, and I'm hope I'm wondering if this will too. So, anyway, good to know that it's better in person than it was there. It looked like the one that you took a picture your selfie with uh, was a. It did have like a matte finish on it. It looked yes. like a cool a cool paint job, which probably helps a little. Um, but the angle that you took it at looked really Z four M ish. It was really nice. The roof yeah. line was is is very similar, and like the proportions, it's a long deck. Yeah. Or long hood, short deck, like that's that's the best car look, like proportions. It is. It's, it, 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 it's what the what Aston car should look are. like. It's what the Z4 second is. best. The Jag long E-type. roof. Second best long oh. roof. No, sorry, it, yeah, Brian. <laughs> and they rescued it from the oversized bloat that it was kind of heading towards in the last Fast and Furious generation. I was kind of worried we're going to end up with just big, big, you know, fat marshmallow. Well, I mean, uh, absolutely, the fourth gen, although like a superstar on the dyno and the drag strip, was a grand tour. It wasn't a sports exactly, car. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was exactly what that car. But was. because you could, you could crank the boost up to a million, a gazillion. Yeah, that was the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think there's enough pressure inside the intake manifold of your average. Dino Queen fourth gen Supra to crush a World War II uh, submarine. No, it'll just say <laughs> danger to manifold when you're driving. That's all. Which incidentally is uh, the on the uh, blip shift sale this week. That is the danger to manifold T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit that I'm a little disappointed by the power output. I know the car doesn't weigh that much. I know it's a little bit over 300 something, but man, the Camry's got 300 horsepower now. So, yeah. Uh, and More boost, M O A R. Yeah, I know. I, and having owned turbo cars, I'm like, all right, all I gotta do is play with the wastegate a little bit, and we'll get this game on. But, well, the question but it is, still gets to sixty in four seconds. That's true. You did point that out to me. Yes. Yeah. It still hustles. And not only that, but it's uh, it, it's is this the only iteration, or are they going to come out with 
the GT, then the Super GT, then the Super Duper GT, then the X, you know, like, so, you know, at launch, you usually don't get the top model. And in other markets, aside from ours, they have the four-cylinder turbo, which is the BMW 2 liter that they put in the 330i and all that, and every single car they make in other markets. And they've actually talked about bringing that here. So they might even go down market down to, re- one. to replace the 86 is a down yeah. market Supra. So that that actually would be a good idea because the A86 is a, a strikingly good-looking car, supposedly handles well, but not enough it's, power. It's too much Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> we uh we the the little press release thing that i also live streamed uh with mr toyota waxing poetically about how when he met the supra it was like meeting an old friend so i imagine that car is going to be around for a while so you could probably expect to see some more iterations of it cool cool all right i had one question someone else has got to pick one up maybe chris uh, yeah chris yeah no chrissy because uh, that actually leads into a lot of chris's questions Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to start with my Mazda 3. So I own a 2007 Mazda 3 with 227,000 miles on that chassis. Uh, so I. No, she uh, said chassis. Yes. Oh, just the chassis. <laughs> and the power steering, which we just got a recall for, which is fantastic, which hasn't went bad, blipped for a second for 227,000 miles. It's been fine. So. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Chris. I just love bringing a car into the dealer for a recall with 227,000 miles <laughs> and not the original engine or transmission. Like, nope. not even the same kind, or, like different. Nope. Different cars it says, it, says yeah. two, it says 2.5 outside because it's not a 2.3, which is what I bought it with. So my lovely long roof for life. I love Mazda 3, so does Jeff. So uh, we, saw the Mazda th- we saw the Mazda 3 at uh, Hatch, which was brand, brand new in January when we went to the Philadelphia car show. And uh, we were disappointed that they would not let us see the, the trunk, the, which is a huge thing to me. If I'm going to buy a new one, the, uh, especially a wagon, the trunk space has to be sufficient. And it has to, the roof line already looks small. So tell me what you know about the Mazda 3 because what? I, what, what? No, Why do you I, keep see, interrupting me. I'm just saying, especially compared to the hatch of the Civic Type R. Like, that's a great comparison. Sure. But I, I just want to I want to know more about the Mazda 3 because it was quarantined off when we saw it. And we I tried to beg pay the oh, guy yeah, no, that was standing crawled, at the thing. We crawled all tell, over it the night before. Oh, they let us get all into it. Uh, the so, guy yeah. was like, I said, could you pull the seat down just so it can like peek in to see me? He was like, no. And I said, what can I do to see more of this car? And he was like, look in the back door. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So uh, tell me more about the Mazda 3, especially Hatch, please. I mean, I know what it looks like. It's all from the outside. You I know. I'm Jeff. just, you know, looking at I it. Just Ryan, hear, Ryan, I just want to hear Ryan, about it. I'll let you go first. Please. We, 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 we were all over that car. We, oh, yeah, we, like, we molested oh. that car. Uh, oh. The sedan and the hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the 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 hatch unfortunately they could not i don't know if mental i don't know if you ever got to the back of it uh they couldn't open the hatch because they didn't have the car powered up completely apparently and so we were opening the back doors and climbing and everywhere else but they wouldn't they could not get the hatch open i guess how they had it disconnected for the auto show so that L- like they were actually no they they they, they got it they got it that they had it open the next day because I okay looked i at missed it. that one okay, okay. And, uh, but just yeah it was briefly and and this it's cool but it's good the answer is going to disappoint chrissy mm, not, yeah. not not very big no it's 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 respectable 
Uh, <laughs> no, compared to the Pacific Time Park. This is well, no, this it's is, like no, but, Mental's normal Friday night answers. No, but it's respectable. It's this okay. is what's going dis- to disappoint you. The the sedan, the coupe, or rather the sedan with the trunk, more storage space in the back. Oh. It's like a mall. Oh my! Seriously, it that trunk you oh, could yeah. throw two mountain bikes in, the, in there in the and sedan. leave the seats in, in the, the sedan. sedan. It is amazing. That truck is incredible. I don't know. We, like, we put big boxy things in the back. That's the problem. It's like It'll, when I put, it would almost fit. I'm not it's kidding. Always the whole Eight size. Wheel and tires in the back. That's what I it's, need to do. If you fold the rear seats down, you could. Yeah, if if you in the in the hatch or the sedan, sedan. In the sedan in the sedan. sedan. sedan I don't want the sedan. Look as cool. <laughs> oh. I thought it looked great. I thought the sedan was. In fact, actually, oh. I'm working a deal with Mazda. They might get me a loaner so that I got, I can do a write up on it because I that's that car impressed the crap out of me. Yeah, but as soon as I saw the sedan, I walked over and I'm like, wow, that is impressive. They had one sitting there. It was a a middle of the road level. It was uh, the just the front wheel drive, but it was in this piano black color, and it was gorgeous. I climbed inside. I'm like, oh. this is a heck of a lot of car. For we didn't even look at them when we were at the See, car show. Moss's interior quality has really stepped up lately. Like my yes. mom's 2017 yes, CX-5 is a very nice place to be. And she's got the Grand Touring. It's all loaded up, and it's a wonderful car in every way. And I think they're they're trying to move up market. And I was hoping the three was going to follow up that with the details and things. Yeah, Brian. It, it, and actually, oh, we go, actually, no, Brian. Uh, we actually awarded the Mazda three our best bang for the buck award for Ooh. the show. Interesting. So we were so impressed with the car. All right. Yeah, but but now, not what, with the hatch. Well, and what they've done on both the hatch and the sedan, now this gets a little nerdy, but when they went to design the suspension, they took away all of the numbers and the graphs and the track times. And what they did is they actually put cameras on people driving the cars and they noticed how much their neck moved and then designed the suspension to minimize their neck movements. And it is supposed to be one of the most incredible quality watt rides of in the, in fact the rear suspension actually kind of went backwards a little bit. The, it's it's uh it's a, a, a not beam. a typical lever. Yeah, it's in end but they they say when you drive it you will immediately notice how much more comfortable it is. So now and when you when the non-car people come to you and they ask what's a good starting car, you can sincerely recommend this Mazda 3, especially for the money. Well, we did anyway, uh, but we will and we will because we like we're all Mazda people. My next movie. <laughs> the thing is that I'm sad about this neck roll is that my car right now, if I hit any bump, I go, I, I, yes. I'm mildly rallying. Are you, nobody on the, the podcast can see this. I um, hit so hard that I go, oh, and I like my core shakes. So if it's more um, comfy, that means coilovers oh. or and or conies and Ibox pork lines are coming right after I buy the car because that might happen. Yes, Brian. <laughs> well, because you put your hand up. Well, as we're sitting there in the press conference, I walked over to the the, the the PR lady from Mazda. I'm like, all right, now you're offering this car in an all-wheel drive, and I see a hatch sitting over there. Like, it will not be very long until somebody rebuilds the 323 GTX out of your new vehicle. Hell so yeah. A hero for doing it. Yes. And? Yes. And yes, well, that sounds and, and before someone figures out how to, how to stick the Mazda CX nine or CX five, 2.5 turbo into the spot where the 2.5 non turbo goes and etc. etc. <laughs> et Why Just not all wheel drive, drive train in place. 
gives me hope. Mm. We're doing some uh, some fun Lego play games with the uh, the driveline there. Well, I th- so I now I think that your answer to my question is uh, concerning on my list of cars because well, it's, it's, I'm not. It's, it's good and bad. It's like yes, the interior is lovely. The dynamics, like the the details, are lovely. Everything's great except the hatch isn't all that big. So. I mean, but uh, that is like the, the selling point of what I'm looking for for a new car. So yeah, I'm, not saying than... that, I'm not saying the hatch is bad. I'm saying the trunk uh-huh. has more space. Mm. Go drive it. You'll love my, that car. My, my uh... father says that his trunk is bigger than my hatch because he has the sedan and I have the long roof. But it's, it's about figuring the, the bulky items. In. It, it's the, true. It's exactly yes, right. It's the all squares. about the size of the hole yeah. because the hatch yeah, has the yes, bigger it is. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, people. I'm talking about trunks. I'm talking about putting junk in the trunk. <laughs> but I the hear size that. of the hole when you're putting junk in the trunk. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, yes, that's. But that that is really the biggest. That's why I'm getting a long roof, and that's Except why I'm looking turn. for a hatch. Yes, yes. Turn to change topic. fine, fine, bye. Uh, if you right, want, right, if you want a car with a big hatch, get the Velar or the Sport Brake or something. I <laughs> saw a Velar on the road. I sent Chris a picture. I'm sorry, this is hijacking. No, um, go ahead. Yeah, I saw a Velar on the road. Velar is the other picture, the other car that I said would be hilarious if I took. And then uh, I'm pretty sure it was mental coin the face that means that I looked like I would be, uh, first of all, am I working, just worked out or just going, I just got up. And I'm taking Skylar and Dakota off to lacrosse practice, which <laughs> I saw the lady that was in there, and she totally looked like she did. She big, like, sportive <laughs> headband. She has a bob diamond, haircut. Huge diamond earrings. And I was like, she legit looks like she may have just worked out, may have just gotten up, and it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but she also, I'm sure she was picking her kids up from some kind of practice. She needed so, to speak to the manager. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely had to speak to the manager here. Oh my gosh. So the Velar. Uh, what a lovely car. What a beautiful car. Um, I would just feel like an asshole driving it. That's what I'm just going to say it because we already cursed on this po- podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. Hi- sorry to hijack. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. I just wanted to ask to, to, the, to the boys who travel to the show, you know, what's up with the manual transmission? Those of us that we know in our brains that the the dual clutch is better, but we love the three pedal. Are, are, we recently talked about everything you can get in 2019, but is there hope in the future? Was there anything out there? Did Were any of them on the floor? Were they selling anything? But the Mazda 3 is available with a six-speed manual. Only in the GT package. Oh, that's that's it. Like you got to load it up. I'll buy the GT. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Civic that. Type R. But, yeah, but no, the the yeah the the it's 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 a dying art. Well, even the Mustang now is going to be the 2020 Mustang that they just released. Is the Mustang? The, the Mustang is, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that one. The other one you're talking about in a minute. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, just so roll go, into that one. Roll into that. Go. Yeah, we can roll into that. I did have a question written down here, and it is kind of connected. You know, what is up with the Mustang? The GT500 just got uh, the specs just got released. It's going to have 700 supercharged horsepower. The GT350 has a flat plane crank, seven speed dual clutch Tremec transmission. Is this still? Like a muscle car, pony car, or has this become a halo car? Is this a competition for the Camaro, or is this like for GT Corvette territory? What's going on? 
having spent some time in the Mustang world, uh, I used to work for a place called Mustangs Unlimited and used to travel to car shows a lot, see a lot of this stuff. Um, these guys will buy these cars, will go out there, and some of them will beat the absolute crap out of them on the track. So uh, I, I don't think we've quite hit the um, the halo car territory on some of them. Because seeing these guys go out there and just go to their local Ford dealership, pick it up, drive it home, you know, no big deal. Uh, but the the 700 horsepower, I mean, they were doing 640 just a couple of years ago. So it's not like they've gone too far up on the horsepower. But holy smokes, carbon fiber wheels. Um, they finally fixed all the cooling issues. This thing is just absolutely looking like beast mode. It totally is beast mode. Yeah, and yes. so and, and I and I have every hope that the people who buy them will absolutely flog the snot out of them uh, that that do it. You know, some of them are going to end up in showrooms languishing forever, never to be driven again. Sure, but, and you get Shelby name on it immediately. And exactly. some of them will plow into crowds of people after cars and coffee. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm fairly sure some of them have already been signed by Shelby post mortem. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're making but, this car, Shelby. I know you're on life support, but just scribble just, on this plastic piece. Yeah, yeah. Just sign <laughs> sign this uh, dashboard cover. And don't forget, Shelby made a thousand horsepower car a couple of years ago. I rode in it back in 2012. So, I mean, they've been inching up these horsepower numbers for a while. Ford just finally got on board with it. But uh, they were still, you know, like straight rear axled, ham fisted hoon mobiles. Now we're talking about carbon fiber and dual clutch flappy paddles i mean this is a lot of technology i'm just amazed that we have a bunch of manufacturers making over 600 horsepower with a sizable warranty like you've got gm ford chrysler mercedes bmw bentley like audi Jag, all making 600 horsepower plus with a with a bumper to bumper and like five year sixty thousand mile powertrain warranty. That's that's really impressive. Yes. Uh, yeah. That I, I is, will, yeah. No, go ahead, that, Brian. That is something I've pointed out to people lately about some of these specialty vehicles but that you could go to the aftermarket and build it yourself and come up with something similar for cheaper. Yes. Would you prefer to be able to bring it to somebody when it breaks? Because it will <laughs> after you flog <laughs> it. And, you know, that, that's the selling point I have for the Raptor, actually, for a couple of people. It's like, you know, it's a great vehicle. You can build it yourself. And you probably won't do it as well or as cheap. Yeah. Well, yeah. even like our, our AMG CLS 63, it's a fast 500 horsepower. I'm crushing 137,000 miles on it. It is completely docile to drive every day. But the fact that a 500 horsepower double cam giant V8 basically detuned race engine lives this long and this easily and this happily is amazing and now it's only getting better since then mm-hmm. yeah so uh but to go back to your question i think honestly i looked at the spec sheet on that mustang and i thought they just took a mustang and wrapped it around a four gt because yeah i think it looks like a mustang but no that's a that's that's a halo car that's that is every description of that car except for the quote-unquote rear seats it's a supercar yeah Five years ago, that was supercar territory, right? It's a supercar now. 700 horsepower, seven-speed flappy paddle gearbox. That's supercar. Yeah. Absolutely. So, this, I mean, this might be in line with the last couple cars we talked about. What is the car that surprised you the most? Brian. I'll take that. So, the car that surprised me the most and had me just gawking, oddly enough, was the Audi e-tron. 
Mm-hmm. So parked at the very end of the hall was the last part of the day. We walked through Audi, and I'm not a big Audi fan because I'm a, as a mental pointed out because I'm a mechanic and work on stuff. So I hate Audis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I walked over to this display vehicle. It was up on a, um, a platform, so it was a couple of feet off, off the floor. And, of course, I checked the doors to see if it's open because I'm an obnoxious automotive journalist. And next thing you know, we got the doors open. We got the hatch open. We're crawling all over this thing. We didn't get in it because we didn't really want to get thrown out of the show. But the e-tron, it looks great. The interior looks great. We started looking up uh, the specs of it online. The the range is amazing. And it just blew me away seeing it in person. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen it. Why don't you explain it? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Can you tell oh, me sorry, more about Chrissy. it? Because I, I, you, if you watch my hand raised, um, tell me more about it. What is it? So, so uh, Go ahead, Mel. Well, say now the e-tron is Audi's new name for their entire electric powertrain, kind of like oh, Quattro. Okay. But this particular, this e-tron, and you're going to see it show up in other stuff, is mechanically, it's under the frame of the Audi Q8, which is their new full-size SUV based on the Atlas or uh-huh. Atlas size. But this thing is... I don't think it has much to do with the Atlas. It's a, it's, it's much fancier no. than that. It's like an A8-based kind of thing. But is it a sedan or SUV? It's or an SUV. It's, okay, a it's, it's a full-size. It has got all the luxury that is in your Range Rover Velar. Without oh. the pretentious, without Ooh. the pretentiousness, but at the same time, twice the pretentiousness because it's electric. But it's got a 266 mile range. You can uh, do a quick charge on a uh, full charging station in 30 minutes. Get a 130 mile range on it, and it has got every automotive goodie you want. It was actually we were just debate. We actually ended up giving it the best luxury car of the show, regardless of its drivetrain, because that car had everything it was amazing and we didn't see it coming we kind of like walked by and said oh hey what's this thing and yep oh doors open and it should also be mentioned that as soon as we were done fawning over it and we kind of sh- shut the doors to take a step back from it immediately you hear the doors lock because whoever was watching us had the remote in their hand and go oh god <laughs> journalists get them Stop away it. get them Stop away it. Ah, go away <laughs> something just worries me about an audi with even more electronics <laughs> Right? And less and less but, engine. Yes, yeah, Brian. <laughs> oh, but all the sad. stuff that scares me about working on the Audi is now missing. There's no timing <laughs> chains. There's no turbos. I don't have to pull the engine to do half the stuff. Electronics you know. equal check engine equals yes. Audi sadness. Right. Sadness. That was interesting. All right, Chrissy, you're up next. Oh, my next question on t- tell me the tell me tell me the Jag how how did Jag stack up on there because when we went to our auto show uh, we were really disappointed to have no sedans uh, very limited Jag vehicles oh I'm sorry there was a sedan there was the fancy sedan they did not face no they the I'm looking I'm looking the sport break is what we were we were Jagless yeah Jagless silverware is safe. There were no Jags. What? No Jags at all? No, no Jaguars. No Jaguars. Oh. Really? Oh, BMW skipped the Philadelphia one. Yeah, yeah. right? Jag. Skipped yeah, we kind of no got skipped by a few manufacturers. Wow. wow, that's a shame. Which other manufacturers were not represented? I mean, we shouldn't focus on that, but I was just wondering. Uh, Mercedes didn't show. Yeah. What? Oh. North American headquarters is in the city. Yeah, and yeah, they really? all sponsor yeah, that Porsche. football stadium, right? No Porsche. No por- Well, Porsche was all locked also up anyway. Local. They are. They usually are, but but they're no local. Porsches, that's sad. 
Yeah, okay. exactly. So, mm, and their metals in uh, fire. Go ahead. I, let me l- allow me to interrupt this program for just a moment. Sure. I've just received a text message from one big sexy Darren. Yes. <laughs> who is checking in with some listener feedback, and he's excited that on the drunk show that Chris mentioned that the F1 soundtrack and the gadget car because it was amazing. And I said, "Oh, we're recording right now," and he sent a picture. On to update him on what you're working on. So Three Pedal Mafia South currently right now rebuilding a neon to run in Champ Car. Really? And fixing the roll cage in Sorry for Parties 944. Yes, because they have a South. Dean has roped Darren into this now. That's good. (laughs) You have friends with like minds. And Uh and he said... He sent pictures, and literally, you can see the arcing inside the neon behind uh-huh. the picture of the 944. All right. So. All right. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Neons are competitive in hey. uh, Champ. The friends you make in Lemons. Isn't it fun? Exactly. <laughs> Quite. They, they bring terrible cars to you that you must fix. Yeah, uh, or, or we bring them to them. Speaking yeah. of terrible cars, I think Chris has a question for you. All right. What was the car that you were excited about but were the most disappointed in? Brian. The Hyundai Palisade. What the now, hell is that? It's, it's a Hyundai. I'm automatically disappointed. No, no. See, now I, I am a Hyundai faithful. I owned one for uh, eight years, a Santa Fe. It saved my family's life. So I'm very happy with the vehicle. It has been replaced with a Kia, which I am extremely happy with. And so I went to the show, very happy to see the upcoming Kia and Hyundai twins, the Kia Telluride and the Hyundai Palisade. And we first came upon the Telluride in the Kia booth, and we looked it over and whatnot. It's It's, it's brilliant. And so we then meander over to the Hyundai booth, and after I stopped drooling over the new Santa Fe, uh, (laughs) we walked back over to the, 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 the Hyundai, the Palisade, and we looked over it, and I just went, this is just not good. It's just not good. That's it's not terrible, but it's the Santa Fe was nicer, and this is so, supposed to be their new flagship. So the badge but, engineering just touched you down. But Hyundai is supposed uh, to be the good one, though. Not like exactly. Know. Can you tell and us they, about they what what they up are? A really good I, package. I don't know what they are. I mean, is it all like the Santa Fe? Is it just like a small SUV? What kind? No, what these is, are full what size. Is it? These are it's like a pilot SUVs. competitor. Okay. It's a little, little, the Telluride's a little bigger. Okay. Yeah. Not quite a Tahoe. Um, that's what I was expecting a Tahoe size vehicle, mm-hmm. but was not more Grand Cherokee size really. Um, but, so but three rows though. Either way, like. Okay. Yeah, three, great. So, so they're not even even. Uh, that's a, small. That's I was a pilot. Picturing okay. small crossover. Well, if you you were talking Santa Fe, so I'm not familiar with the other one. So that's good. Thank well, you. We were spitballing trying to figure out which chassis was built on. And we thought it might be built on the Kia Sedona chassis, but after some research today, I found out it is not. What is it? Whole new on? chassis. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. say that the, the new Santa Fe. A, a coworker of mine bought one brand. Like he, he we got rid of his company car because he got a different job, and got a brand new 19 Santa Fe. And I was totally unimpressed riding around in that thing. The engine was coarse and loud. The material quality and the interior was a huge step below my mom's couple year old Mazda CX five, like really notably short distance below. Um, and then it got lemon lawed for steering issues. So mm. my initial impression of the Hyundai Santa Fe, the new one is all around pretty poor Jeff. I, 
I, I'm going to be honest. I have heard about NVH and just extreme weight porkiness and non-excitement in the new Hyundais. But really, I have not heard about a lot of maintenance issues, especially in the newer stuff. So I am surprised because, you know, they they have become one of the quality manufacturers out there. Just they weren't making anything exciting. I have to say the Hyundai was tr- was trying to be very they, they were actually were quite good to my friend who was doing it. They gave him a loaner uh, Sonata for a while. They were paying his payments for eventually and eventually they lemon lawed it and they were offering him a pretty sizable amount of money to get into a different one and he said, No, I'm done with this. Like I didn't really like the car that much anyway. It wasn't what I expected, it was worse than I wanted. And so he ended up getting a, a CPO accurate RDX and is thrilled now. So mm, Wow. Excellent. Yeah. Anyway. It- it's uh, good to hear a positive story from a Lemon Law story because they are, I, 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 everything I have read has been so tragic. Fighting the dealerships, fighting, you know, fighting the corporation. Well, so. he was driving the Sonata for about two months while they were waiting for f- fixes to the steering parts because they got the first new rack and whatnot in, and it didn't also didn't work. So eventually they said, "All right, we're we're done with this." And yeah, but I was just I was ex- I was excited like it was a brand new model. I was really looking forward to it when we rode around, and I was. Super unimpressed. It was steps below the CX-5 in basically every way. Kind of sad. Anyway, real real world top tip. Thanks. Go buy the Mazda. <laughs> yeah. Mental, were you disappointed by anything? Um, the we we, we kind of went over there and looked at the new Lincoln Navigator and I rep- what what that is supposed to represent, and it was it was it was it's a Lincoln and it was very Lincoln esque, but. The do I hear prob- gaudy? And yeah, what do you like mean by that? Matthew but I've heard the seats are amazing, <laughs> though. The seats are supposed yeah, to be amazing. The seats did look amazing, but like the styling just wasn't clicking with me. And then we, after we went and looked at the uh, Audi Q8 and the Audi e-tron, I went back and yeah, it was just. Uh, was it? A, it was it a, really? a design mess or just? Was it they're they're like ninety grand too. Built? They're not cheap. No, 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 no. Not the, not the. Uh, what's the the, the, the the? Thank you, the Aviator. I'm sorry, I said Navigator. I meant Aviator. No, the Navigator no. was. Yeah, the Aviator was. The Aviator well, is like an, ex- an Explorer. Grand. It's a fancy yeah. Explorer, yeah. right? It's and it honestly, I thought the Explorer was nicer, and I don't like. But the Explorer. honestly, the Explorers have gotten so huge, I could see why you thought it was a Navigator. Uh, yeah, this, actually, it did run on the same size tires and wheels. They were both running on 22s. We looked at that. Dubs, yo. Yeah. My biggest complaint with the Aviator was the steering wheel looks like Russell Crowe's codpiece. <laughs> it, it actually did. Wow. It's one of those things let that me, once you see it. Let me check my bingo card. Russell Crowe codpiece. No, not there. Not it, even once you see it. in general. Wow. No, but maybe you it should. Once you see it, you Noted. can't unsee it. You'll, you'll look at every link and you'll see the steering wheel on and go, damn it, Brian was right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, I just had a quick question. I think the answer is no. Did you get any whiff of anybody from Chevy about the 2020 Corvette? Any news? Any notes? Any anything? No. But they did display a new uh, Z06 uh, convertible with a bigger trunk for your straw hats, Tommy oh, Bob shirt. Oh, 
and yes. you're uh, folding lawn chairs with a ridiculous erector set wing on the back of it because you're going to take a rag top on the track. No. That's ex- no. all exactly right. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, no, and, 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 and I'm going to look at Brian. I'm stealing the lawn chair and the umbrella bed from him, but the Tommy Bahama shirt was mine. <laughs> Does it have an extra gold chain storage compartment? Nice. <laughs> Just a little pouch Fuck. on the side. That you can As go the like this. resident sort of Corvette owner, I am agreeing with all of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to stop yep. it. No. And, and oh. somebody put in here uh, about a uh, car I would spend my own money on. I know we're I was about to ask that question. Uh, Please ask that question. What car would you realistically spend your own money on? There we go. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We just went in, we just went into the whole thing about Hyundai and their their diminishing quality, but they did spin off Genesis as its own brand. The Genesis G70 available stock with a turbocharged 260 horsepower four cylinder or a twin turbo 360 horsepower V6. That's, this a, is, that, that's a three series competitor. Is that one right? It is. And yeah. oh, and if I was BMW, I'd start paying attention because that thing is gorgeous to look at. It is a great interior and it's got the numbers to back it up. And given their warranty and their, their, their capability, while they don't always do it, their capability to build some pretty bulletproof vehicles, I think this car is going to be outstanding. Cool. Oh, is he? You said um, G70. Yes. I did not know what you're talking about, so I... Uh, the, I Genesis, the Genesis G70. So no, the I know. Genesis no, no, now I know. They're, pump, they're falling into the infinity trap of our names suck. I, like, it's fine. I, I, I Googled it. Yeah. Yes. It looks yes. very... Um, Letters and numbers. <sighs> it looks like, very unas- unassuming. It looks very boring sedanish. I have the to say. The one that was there was a really nice blue with the mm-hmm. uh, black wheels on it and it had the sport interior. I mean, like, sure, it's pretty, it but it's like... They still need a better name, though. It like, feels kind of just like... It just looks like a boring sedan. Like, it kind of... The, if you don't see the Genesis logo, it kind of looks like a Lexus Angles. Well, that's I what they would love. They would love yeah. to hear you say that. Cause well, that's sh- what sure, but for. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at the pictures and I'm just kind of like... They need a better name. Like you, you got to do better. Like uh, Audi. Uh, and sorry, Audi. Infinity ruined Audi. it when they went to Q everything. Like no one knows what the yeah. hell anything is No one is knows anymore. the difference between a Q40 and a Q50 and a Q60 and a Q82 and a Q. No. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. Yeah. Well, I, and and let me say that I I think it's very it's fine. It's it's very lovely. But I mean, if it looks better in the it's picture, it's not I'm sorry, a jack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, Jeff. Is, is this on the same platform as the Stinger? Or is that the smaller one? It is this one. No, that's, that's so, the Stinger. That's the Stinger. I, I think the Stinger was a great looking car. If it, it had three is. pedals, I, I would end. definitely front take a shot at it. Ugly. See, in, in real the, life, oh. I thought the front end of the... No, but you know what? That, it's got that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like smile that all the Kias have. <laughs> yes. yes. You know, have and that's, you seen my Mazda 3? <laughs> oh, you do have the big like happy the smile, Mazda Three. He has, yeah, a, yeah. He has Chrissy, a smile. Chrissy, uh, Jeff's got the at first I lulled. He has the, the the difference in those Mazda Threes. Yeah. Oh so, my, no, I, my front end, glorious. Way better. Yours, way better. yours big happy smile. That's why I bought a black one and a, gr- a dark gray one because it just blends in yeah. with the big plastic mouth. But anyway, yeah, no, I think that the Kia. The, the Kia Stinger again at least made a bold statement with a bold car, while the Genesis I think is just trying to look like Jello. It's just trying to to, yeah. to fit in. 
it's like it's unassuming. And actually, I didn't realize what the stinger was. I'm sorry, I'm interjecting here, but I I didn't realize what a stinger was. But I sit in traffic a lot, like a lot, a lot. And I was like, oh, that's a nice car that's sitting next to me. And it, but of course, it was orange. But anyway, I was like, oh. Stinger, okay, and I looked at it because I had time because I was sitting and doing nothing. Four twenty two sucks dot com. Four twenty two sucks dot com. So I was like, oh, the Stinger. So I didn't realize much about the Stinger, and I felt like I looked at that car more than I would look at your G seventy. I'm not downing your. I'm, I'm. This is an interesting concept from you of all people that you're saying that you would like this car and you would buy it with your money. I'm, I'm impressed and concerned. And, um, and okay. luckily I don't have any money. So, yeah. and his next purchase is going to be a certain blue CLS 63 eventually someday. No, just so that, that, G, that G70. Yeah, exactly. That G70 can look as good as it wants, but yeah, it's not going to have air conditioned seats. It might. Brian, it might. <laughs> Brian what I mean, that's really, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chrissy. No, I was just going to ask Brian what kind of car he was going to buy with his own money. So totally against the grain, I want the new Jeep Gladiator. Uh, I worked in the aftermarket Jeep Nothing world for a while. Nothing wrong with that. I love and that. And I am a dad. I got three kids. I got. I, I miss having a truck, even though I know everybody's going to ask me to move stuff for them. But dang, I like the way that thing looks. Mm. It just it does it for me. And I know that it's more it's it's right in line price wise with what you pay for a normal four-door pickup truck so why not go ahead and get the jeep and you can pull the top off it's a convertible pickup truck so and like the like the, 91 the front windows Dakota. everything yeah you can drop the front yes off, pull the doors off pull the top off and then go get some mulch you know that's all you're gonna do <laughs> i just don't understand why as much money as the wrangler has been printing for jeep for so many years that they haven't done this sooner. That's it. Excellent. Sure. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Totally. Well, the, they had the kit you could buy. A couple of years ago, you could buy a JK kit to put a bed on the back. And yeah. they sold a bunch of them. They were expensive. Right. Like, sure. People, people would just rather easy. just buy it and because they, can, they can't yeah. finance the kit for 84 months. Like well, they can, I can see the new that one. I, I could um, see why the kit wouldn't do as well because it looks like the the wheelbase is different because the the rear oh. wheels are really. I mean, I, I'm I'm googling it as we're talking because I I'm not familiar as 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 much as I should be. Um, but the wheelbase is really in the in the um in the the uh, above the bed. It's under yeah. the bed, right? It's, yeah. it well, is much longer. The so Gladiator definitely be... has a bigger wheelbase than the J- than the Wrangler Unlimited. Yes, so, right. And then you, even if you put a bed on that, it would just kind of be like hanging off the back kind of thing, or you have to like cut off the back seats type thing. So, I mean, I I, I could be wrong. I'm just just guessing. Brian, go ahead. Jeep will Jeep will sell a bazillion of those things. Absolutely. They will be blocking intersections yeah. in Johns Creek instantly. Yeah. You're going to see him all over That's Ashford, the Dunleary snotty Road. neighborhood around Atlanta is where he's talking. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. There are going to be so many of those on Martha's Vineyard in about six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Totally. Okay. totally. See, oh, Until yeah. the new Land Rover Defender comes out, then they'll all be replaced <laughs> with those. Wait, so. don't they all have Velars? Well, uh, see, now no, that's they, the, that's... There's a there's a an old money thing about getting an old car that's in really good shape. So they all have like old Land Rovers, old Land right. Cruisers, old Broncos, and, old and Jeeps. Stop buying the Scouts. <laughs> Damn it! If the Scout becomes popular, I'm a dead man because I want one so bad. I'm gonna sell my 
liver for it. <laughs> you have I mean, an international you, you, truck in wait, your you driveway. Have, wait, I was going to say, you no. have two kidneys. You could sell one of those and then make it a little closer. Very good. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> no and problem. if you listen to the Freakonomics episode about how much good it does as an un, like an unattached donor to give a kidney, it, it like, <laughs> cascades into like eight people getting new like kidneys, eight, actually. I know, so. I know. But now, Chris, we'll yeah, give him all the monies, though. I'm sorry. That would that would be the antithesis of the Valar. Is so you're letting over in traffic, and you see her there with her giant diamond hoops, and maybe she's on her way to the gym. Maybe she's on her quote book club, um, and she's got Skylar and Dakota in the back of there. You, on yes. the other hand, are in your Jeep Gladiator. You've got CNC Music Factory pumping through the speakers. You've got a tiny little 24 Hours 11 sticker on the back of it, and you just look over oh, her. And, and my my foot is hanging out the no door, right? So my <laughs> foot is literally like out the door. My arm is out the door, so I am just actually hanging out but of my car. You need your foot back because that's one of the few things still available with a manual transmission. I need my foot back. Uh, question is, will, will the Gladiator have have a fold down uh, uh, windshield. Yes, it already yes. has. Already no. has. That's what Does I needed. It really? It's, it's yeah. involves tools like to unbuild no. things. No, like, no, no, it comes like, apart fairly easily. It's the better than current generation Wrangler. It really, does not. better than JK. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The new mm. the new Wrangler does not need any tools to fold it. Cool. Yeah, yeah the JK still you still needed tools, but I guess the JL apparently, according to Brian, does not. Cool. I, I support. I, I support this this decision. I like it. All right, so everyone likes what Brian said. No one likes what Mental said. That's just no. pretty much round up where we're at. This is pretty the story much. of our life, though. Like, <laughs> Brian is right. Mental is wrong. Done. I, I, we won't bring up that he said he likes it. Hyundai, but that's beside the point. <laughs> sure. It was between Hyundai and Kia, and I, I mean, was like, oh, shoot. Although, although I have said on this podcast, I would totally consider a Veloster M. Just I saying. also said on this podcast about the car that we absolutely hate, and it de- mine definitely started with Kia. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and any last thoughts from either of you gentlemen about the Atlanta car show, or Chris and Chrissy about the Philadelphia car show, or anyone have any tips for me getting the uh, sweet uh, journalist deal for the New York Auto Show? Because uh, I don't know, I got to maybe try and get in on that. Or don't tell it on this podcast. So we're working it. We're working it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else to plug about the show? Going once. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah. Metal's been plugging us for weeks. Kidding me? Yeah. If you're in the Atlanta area, go down and check out the Atlanta International Auto Show. If you don't make it this year, go next year. It's a good show. It's put on by a really, it's put on by consumer advocates that want to give you the best options. And everybody's down there doing the drives. You can drive the new Lease on Leaf Plus. You can drive everything that's cool. That, and Chris. the reason that it's put on by consumer advocates is why there's no jag there. It's because the consumer advocates say, "Don't just don't buy one of these." No, no Me. jags. Okay. Um, remember, he's, <laughs> he's recording, so we have no idea what he just said. Yeah, oh, just right. say, yeah. It, no. say it again. <laughs> but eventually, we got mental back there. No, I said the reason that there's no jags is because it's put on by <laughs> consumer advocates, and they say, "Just don't buy a jag." That, that's all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tip. 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 I feel like I need to say this because I'm not giving you just the tip this weekend or this 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 episode. Brian is. Brian, yes. tell us what's just just the tip. So, a tip for those out there who keep replacing parts on their cars and finding it breaks the same way again and again and again. Napa Auto Parts has a parts line called Napa Solutions. 
because they figured out why the original part sucks. They take it, reverse engineer it, make it better, and you can go buy it at your local Napa Auto Parts store. Awesome. Is there a way that you could walk in and find out what is offered in the Napa Solutions line? Uh, I know you're not a parts guy, so... The uh, best way to do that actually is probably on NapaOnline.com and Ooh. just look for the Napa Solutions. Or you can actually Google, I believe, the Napa Solutions has its own catalog. Oh, that's really? fantastic. Ah. Oh, so, and I'm sure they have solutions it. for stuff like the crappy front suspension in the GMT 800 chassis because in most of those, <laughs> like, <It's> terrible. <laughs> right. Except mine, for some reason, with 171,000 miles, I haven't replaced a damn thing. I don't know why, but it's not Shh, broken don't yet. Say that. So I'm leaving don't it alone. Don't say it. So, I, I um, bet you they have a new kind of S10 starter. That won't heat so it can destroy itself. Yeah. Or Maybe a Jeep, so. A Jeep Cherokee I'd... ball joint that won't go every 70,000 no, miles. No, nobody like figured that out. Very Maybe. fortunately, this is not your problem anymore. So Door hinges cool. for every F body and G body, the two door that General Motors made ever. <laughs> this, is, this seems like a challenging list for, for Napa <laughs> Solutions here. I'm like, you know, Brian, like you nor- your, normal things. Brian, do you have your favorite Napa Solution part? Actually, oddly enough, it is the um, repair for the Chrysler minivans that they figured out why the heater hoses keep splitting. And so the stock ones, if you buy a stock ones, piece of plastic and it splits, of course, and leaks. But the Napa ones are made of metal. So that, I think they're oh. finally a good solution. And the yeah. other one is, oddly enough, Subaru um uh, yes, yes. Anything. <laughs> no. uh, anything. Uh, they sell a ton of the Subaru armrest repair kits. So huh. I guess all, all, oh, the, all the kids really? uh, yes. waiting for their girlfriends in high school uh, to pick them up. <laughs> well, that's that's your vape hand. It kind of weighs exactly. down on it, right? <laughs> the set, the center armrest in the, oh, in the Subaru. That's funny. Yep. Terrible. So, the vape that's, hold. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Brian, why don't you plug why you know so much about Napa? So I am actually the editor of the Napa Know-How blog at knowhow.napaonline.com. Um, I don't work for them. I am just a uh, freelancer consultant guy who uh, helps run the whole show, runs that show. So I've got a bunch of people write for us, and we put together some pretty cool content. Awesome. How do we get there? Where, where's how, the easiest way to go there? Contact you if they want you to freelance something. Hold, hold on, hold on. Say that again. Chris was right, talking over you. Go and ahead. If someone again. wants you to freelance and write something for them, how do they contact you about that? Okay. Ah, so to reach me, it's pretty easy. It's brian.s.medford at gmail. And I've been in the market. This will be my 20th year working in the automotive industry, professionally with car parts and cars. So I am getting older and didn't even realize it. But uh, want to see the kind of stuff I do, even though I don't, I only write every once in a while. But see the kind of stuff I do, you can go to knowhow.napaonline.com. Awesome. <laughs> We're not killing cats. I mm. promise that it's a very happy cat. Oh, there oh did it sound like I was killing it? No, it did. It sounded a little painful there. Let's talk about next week's show. Mental has no idea what we're about to say, unless, of course, he looked at the I, screen. I, I did. I just scrolled up. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, this is a good one. I love it. Yeah, next week we are going to be talking about our favorite books, about our favorite topics. And, of course, our favorite topics are cars, racing, building, renting. Oh. It could be about cats. You can it have could a cat be about book. dogs. 
Yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely some crossovers. Maybe we're going to be talking about wrenching in cars or racing in dogs and all of the above, right? I mean, uh, Brian, you want to help us out here? You got a favorite book? Maybe we should read for our book club? I do. Uh, it's Cannonball, one of my favorite books. Oh, that's uh, okay. Yes. okay. Cool. Yes. Stays, stays within easy reach of my office anytime I need a break or a laugh. So I love mm. that book. Read it that, that's a great one. That is an excellent Top one. tip. Thank you. All right. I am getting my speaker out because it is time to wrap this puppy up. This thank puppy. you for downloading us. And thank you, Brian, for coming and talking Thanks, Brian. parts, new cars, and all those other things. And why did my speaker turn off? Because it's just Whew, Battery must be low. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We hope you join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free as my speaker keeps turning off. It's totally free. Then That's go to our budget iTunes. for you. There you go. That's right. Send $5. So <laughs> Give us money. No, seriously, give us a five-star rating. That's better than $5. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Even if you hate us, give us five stars and tell us why. If you have any questions or show ideas, drop us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram or Twitter at Everyone Racers. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the brand-new shiny side up. Unless you're driving a new Velar, then both sides are shiny. But keep the wheels down. Oh, I used to worry about the future.